Show. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It is 7.09 on The Mike Calter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. <clears throat> 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Galvin, have you heard of the comedian named Esther Steinberg? Esther Steinberg. No, I don't believe so. She has a special on something called Esther Steinberg's Burning Bush. Okay. Yeah, uh, her new, uh, is it's available on Redbox and Apple TV. Ooh. Yeah, congratulations, uh, Esther. <laughs> there's a story about her in the Tampa Bay Times today. She uh, went to Plant High, and it's funny. She's joking that uh, she keeps she's obsessed with her high school Wikipedia page because it has notable alumni in there, which include the great Wade Boggs and the not so great Gallagher. Mm-hmm. And she keeps adding her name. Oh, to I the do list, know who she is. And they I keep do deleting her name. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do know who she is. Like, I've seen her before. I have no idea her comedy or anything. But I, I, I got to imagine she's on a popular podcast as well or something. I don't know. But I'm scrolling through the story, and I'm just reading about it. It's nice that they're paying attention to somebody who is local and, and is, you know, doing comedy and stuff. And then I get to this on the page, this advertisement that I don't understand. If you're, I know it's an ad. But if you're a reputable newspaper, and it's not just the Tampa Bay Times, they all do this, all the news sources. You, how are they allowing these ads to run? There's an ad with Jay Leno and Paul Reiser, and it says, at 70, Jay Leno lives a modest life with his longtime partner. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Paul Reiser. It's not his partner. We all know his, he's been married to the same woman forever. And uh, they're making it seem like he's gay and living with this other guy. And, and, and how do they let that stuff fly? Yeah, I have no idea. That's <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, she, I believe, has a podcast called Stand Up Mom. Oh, oh yeah, there you Who go. Go that? ahead and play it. Whoever Is that you? Like it. Yeah, sorry. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Esther Steinberg, congratulations on your success. Do you see her? I do. Do you like her? I mean, she is my my type. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty. She's got a little bit of a of a triangular nose, uh-huh. and she's got black hair. Right. She's she's super hot. Although she's no Cassidy Van Winkle, she's pretty good looking. Cassidy Van Winkle's pretty hot. <sighs> Do you know about Cassidy Van Winkle? I'm not aware. That is. Uh, oh wait. Jo- John Morgan from Morgan and Morgan. Yeah. It is his son's wife, mm. and she is freaking. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, if I had to create my own Disney princess wife, it would have been her. Interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, I see her. That well, she's very Minka Kelly. Very. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Who we also know is single now. Thanks. To <laughs> yes. Um, You're welcome. I told Spanish. I'm sure she'd still be with him if he was the IHOP manager. Yeah. And not uh, John Morgan's son. <laughs> Listen, I can't. I can't laugh at your joke because I get that a lot. So um, you never know. They may have. They may have fallen in love in high school. Yeah. Totally. She may have a thing for for chipmunks. You don't know what's going on. (laughs) All right, Galvin, it is uh, time to check in. What do we have in news? And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have?
have a news today, Alvin. Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Whether you're looking for deer on golf carts or yep. you're out in the woods <laughs> and you're looking for them, whatever kind of shoes you need, you, you try and catch a deer. Listen, you don't want to be trying to catch a deer in heels. Although they have heels at Pelt Shoes, you probably want some sort of athletic shoes. The Pelt Shoes experts would be able to tell you that, and they'll be able to find you the perfect fit in there. Also, of course, whenever you're in Pelt Shoes, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. The great thing about it is you don't have to wait around for them. No delivery or anything. They have them right there in the Pelt store, so you can go in, buy them, wear them out if you want to. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Can I, can I throw something by you? Sure. So uh, I found in, in my, I was cleaning up my office, and I found my contract with the Polk Theater from when we did a live gig in uh, Lakeland. Yeah. And I'm thinking, it's been a year now. Things are opening up. We should probably have a new live gig. Mm-hmm. And then since they keep screwing up my punch-out, what if we just do like one or two punch-out matches at the live gig? Could always do that. All right? Yeah. Uh, I got to work on this. What if we combine <laughs> everything we missed? Oh. Uh, that would be yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, Mike, uh, the Mike Kelta Show extravaganza. Yeah. yeah. And it has a little bit of everything. It has some stand-up, like- has some punch-out, has some... Uh, uh, cruise stuff. Right, yeah. we're going to cruise at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Wouldn't be too bad. Uh, we do have a date for Pipple Toddler. June 18th is the first uh, gig that we have back. That's yes. going to be happening at the Daiquiri Shack in Madeira Beach. We're very excited. Olivero asked me, he goes, uh, he, so is that your first gig back? And I go, yeah. And he goes, well, I go, what? He goes, I don't think they're not going to have enough room there. I go, for what? And he goes, everybody's going to come out. I was like, <laughs> don't build it up. I mean, it's exciting. Hey, but. you never know. Corn's playing the amphitheater. That's so. right. Yeah, That's right. Man. I believe Stain is on that show as well. Oh, for those yeah. interested in going, <laughs> like me. My um, mom hit me. <laughs> uh, they, uh, what was I going to say? Before you threw me that, that awesome stained noise in my life. Not going to be enough room. People are all going to be coming out. Pipple toddler. Yeah, so make sure you get your tickets now. Oh, I know what I was going to say. On uh, Wednesday, in the studio with us, the great Greg Billings will be here. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. and uh, maybe he'll do a little singing. Talk about his big finale. Uh, we'll run through the whole. We'll run through the whole Greg Billings, uh, Stranger, Damn the Torpedoes, all the way up till now. Which, we'll by the way, uh, you know, I would imagine there will probably be some people showing up for that last gig. You know. <sighs> yeah, I would imagine so. I would think that'll be a big one. Not to you know blow up anybody's spot, but I was watching uh, Cheap Trick on uh, Daryl's house. Yeah, watching a little bit. God, Robin Sanders so good. I, I was playing uh, unbelievable. I was playing uh, their new album for Pete on Saturday. Oh yeah. In fact, that's how it all started because I was telling Pete uh, about their their new album, and he was like, "Let me hear it." And I go, "All right, let's go in the studio." And we went in the studio, and I was playing it for him. Then we then things just rolled out of control from there. Mm-hmm. Very the nice. Came off. Yeah, uh, but now I'm real, super yeah. excited for people Tyler because if Saturday was any type of uh, you know. Precursor. Yeah, precursor, much better word, uh, to Pipple Toddler. I'm super excited. Yes and no. Yes, because it was great. Pete played all the songs, and we knew, and we did all that. And two, I didn't remember how to play any of them. So that could be a problem. I don't know. Maybe pick up the bass. Take a look at it this week before we <laughs> practice. It's right next to me. I was practicing the other day. He did. We got practice tomorrow, Galvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, what do we have in news? Uh, today... Is tax day. Wait a second. It's not April. Remember, they pushed it back. So today is tax day. So make sure you get your taxes done. A new survey found 15% of us 
wait until the very last minute to do our taxes. Shouldn't do that. I, I do mine immediately. Yeah. Uh, it also found out that men think they know more about taxes, uh, but women actually know more. Uh, and our biggest fear is, for taxes is finding out that we owe money. That's always yeah. a bummer. When you got to pay money, you're like, what? I didn't even pay already this whole year? Yeah. I don't. I did my taxes pretty early too, and I don't. Uh, I don't wait. I did wait, and I and it gets to the end when you wait, and then all of a sudden you find out you have complications, and then you're like, well, I don't have any more time to take care of this. Freaking out, and this and that. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. Too much. Uh, U.S. restaurants and stores are rapidly raising pay in an effort, in an urgent effort to attract more applicants and keep up with the flood of customers as the pandemic eases. McDonald's and Chipotle are just uh, some of the latest companies to follow. Amazon, Walmart, and Costco in boosting wages, in some cases to $15 an hour or higher. Restaurants, bars, and hotels and stores remain the lowest paying industries, and uh, many of their workers ran a risk of contracting COVID-19 on the job over the past year, while white-collar employees were able to work from home. Mm. Oh, you guys are white-collar. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. White-collar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, $15 an hour, which, you know, minimum wage eventually is going to go up to, but I think a lot of these companies are realizing, hey, we have to pay a you know a living wage for these people to come out and do stuff. And there's been a lot of different ones that are like, Come and fill out an application. We'll give you 50 bucks just to fill yeah, out an just application. To do it. Yeah. That's crazy. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm thinking about picking up a part-time job. Do it. There's Where are you so many go? jobs. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be fast food guy. Right. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean. Maybe a little Uber, deliver newspapers. I hear a lot of people are doing the DoorDash these days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I would. I don't know. But I, mean, like, I think I'd want to go. I think I'd like to be a waiter at a restaurant. I don't think you would. I think I think bartender is more your style. You know why? Because it's a lot of turnover, and you don't have to sit there. Because you you know a waiter sometimes you're an hour and a half on a meal with people. You know eight people there, and then they're just yeah more ranch. Give me more ranch. Yeah, you know this. Ranch. I said <laughs> I want ranch. lemon. More lemon in my tea, and this that. And then you're going back and forth, and then they go, "You are fantastic. Our bill was three hundred eighty dollars. Here's seven dollars for you." Yeah, I don't want to be a waiter. Yeah. Boo. Maybe bartender and learn to make some drinks. Yeah. And then if they're uh, rude, you just go, hey, throw him out. Get yeah. him out of here. <laughs> so, and you don't even have to throw him out. You just have a doorman throw him out. Yeah. That's so true. much easier. Just point to him and go. <laughs> Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning powered their way to a 5-4 win over the Florida Panthers. Three power play goals and three points from Nikita Kucherov led the team to a 1-0 series lead. Braden Point scored with 114 left in the third period to break a 4-4 tie between the Lightning and the Panthers. Point's uh, second goal of the third period completed the comeback for the Bolts, who took a 1-0 lead uh, in the best of seven against their in-state rival. The two teams will be back at it on Monday. Day night. The best thing they ever did was let Kucherov sit when he was injured. Let yeah. him sit, let him get in good shape, and bring him back for the playoffs. And clearly, uh, he's back and ready to go. That, that was the right thing to do. This They were like, look, we don't even know what kind of season we're looking at. We're playing the same teams three times in a row. Nobody's allowed to go. We don't know what's going on. Let's wait till the playoffs come and use Kucherov when we have to. And I think that was the smartest thing. Well, good for them. Now it's uh, exciting playoff time, so everybody's... Ready to uh, mm-hmm. cheer on the lightning. I have not been to a game yet this year just because it's been, you know, yeah. limited seating. and It's hard to get tickets. Yeah. You've been to a few, though. I did. I, I Well, I had tickets, so I went to a few, and then, uh, you know, I went with Migs a couple of times uh, in his box, and 
yeah, it's been, uh, it, you know, it was good to get out and see an event, but it is kind of weird with not having a full arena of people there. I mean, it's a, it's entirely different. It's not that less enjoyable. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Weird. Uh, so over the weekend, the Preakness happened. The 11-1 to 1 long shot, Rombauer, won the Preakness on Saturday. It beat Medina Spirit, who was Bob Baffert's horse, finished third, and uh, that's the one that they were saying, you know, was steroids. They're still finding out what's going on with that. But uh, here is the uh, call from uh, the Preakness where uh, Rombauer won the, uh, won the whole thing. Here we go. They're off in the Preakness, and Medina Spirit broke very well again today, and so did Midnight Bourbon. And they're into the stretch. Medina Spirit fights on on the outside. Midnight Bourbon, Rambauer is rolling up to them, coming by the eighth pole. It is now Rambauer storming to the front, taking over from Midnight Bourbon. Rambauer and Flavian Pratt win the Preakness. Second, Medina Spirit has to settle for third. Keep me in mind was fourth. The final time, one minute fifty-three and three fifth seconds. Hey, somebody asked me who won the Preakness. Who won the Preakness? Rumbauer. Got to make it uh, exciting. Uh, I won eighty dollars. That's all I won because I had a few different things where to place or to show and lost. Didn't listen to Super Slater either. Uh, I listened to some I'm of the stuff. <laughs> yeah. So the tiger that was missing for nearly a week after being spotted in the Houston neighborhood has been found, authorities said on Saturday night. The 175-pound Bengal tiger named India was first observed in, West, uh, in a West Houston neighborhood on May 9th. In a tweet Saturday night, the Houston Police Department said, We are happy to report the missing tiger seen in Houston neighborhood last week has been found and appears to be unharmed. In a video up there on Bone TV uh, tweeted by the Houston Police, you can see Commander Ron Borza is sitting down next to the tiger petting the animal. Uh, saying it has been a long week searching for it. The nine-month-old animal, it's only nine months, not even over, Jeez, not even a year huge. yet. Yeah, 175 pounds, uh, was taken to a uh, animal shelter facility there in Houston. India was safely handed over by Victor Sova's uh, wife. He was the one who was the murder suspect who had the tiger and stuff, and the wife uh, turned yeah. it over. But apparently pretty uh, docile. Look at the... Uh, you know, it's like I said, only nine months now. I don't think you want to do that when it's three years old. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I'd ever uh, touch a tiger unless it was under anesthesia. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't even want. I've seen too many videos of people like go ahead, pet in the oh. just swatch in, grabs you, and pulls you in. Yeah, look at that yeah. lady just loving on it, man. Nope. I mean, that I would want to do that. Right, you totally want to do that. But even at nine months old, one hundred seventy-five pounds. He could immediately just latch onto her neck and rip yeah. her apart. Yeah. 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 Instant ragdoll. My dog got me the other day. Uh, I was in bed and the dog started attacking me. I told her I felt like I was in the Revenant. Oh, yeah? She was, yeah. She was <laughs> jump, pulling me and jumping on me. And I was like, what are you doing to me? Dude, insane. The dog was insane this weekend. Just try and cover up. Yep, that's all you can do. Uh, 28-year-old named Jessica Patterson was out driving uh, in South Carolina last week when she caught the attention of the police because the plates on her car had been reported stolen. Jessica freaked out when she saw the cops and started leading them on a high-speed chase. That really wasn't a smart move. 
because she had several containers of hoarded gas in the trunk. At some point during the chase, Jessica lost control, ran off the road, and flipped her car. The car caught fire, and multiple explosions were heard. Uh, Jessica was able to get out uh, despite being on fire. The police put out the flames and got to the hospital. She was badly burned but survived. It's not clear what kind of charges she's facing just yet, but hoarding gas. Yep. Running away from the cops, always a good idea. Yep. Uh, speaking of car fires, a lot of people have hand sanitizer in their cars because of COVID-19. Oh, well, it's a good idea, unless you smoke. <laughs> uh, someone in Maryland had their car catch on fire after a lit cigarette. After they lit a cigarette and the uh, hand sanitizer burst in the flame. There it is up on Bone TV, oh. just engulfed in flames. Look at that. Yeah, that's total. You're not getting that car back. That's Ooh. done. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, man. And the cars next to it probably have damage, too. Oh. I'm so proud. I didn't hoard any gas. Nope. And I only filled up my car one time because it was empty. Yeah. Did you, you see who did hoard gas? No. Oh, oh I saw. Yeah, he sent you the picture. Yeah, yeah. somebody oh, caught Mo, God. and that totally was Mo with uh, a gas can. He's like, of course I was hoarding gas. I have a Jeep. <laughs> I was going to sell it. <laughs> yeah, somebody. probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. He probably got it from somebody and was trying to sell it back to the gas station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so... Vintage cars are pretty cool, right? Joe, don't you have a vintage something? Yeah, 67 GTO. Allegedly. Very nice. Well, a high-end shop in the UK has started customizing new cars to make sections of them look old and rusty. Yeah. Oh. You know how they did like the distressed uh, yeah. hats and distressed different and Yeah. Well, they did a few panels on a brand new Land Rover where two sections of the hood are covered in rust plus two of the side vents. There's what it looks like up on Bone TV. So instead of the, the whole thing, it's more like uh, accents of rust color. Uh, for the right price, though, they can do the entire car for you and you can uh, seal it so it Stays rusty and looks that way. Not nobody, that- nobody ever wanted a rusty car. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever what thought rusty that? was yeah. cool. People will, though. You know, uh, people are going to be like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah, it's rusty. I here. mean, a, a, a car that looks like it's been, you know, like if you buy a, I don't know, like a big, a big old Bronco and it's got, you know, you, you wanted to have some sort of mud something on that. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, rust, rust was never, rust is always like getting a new one. Right, yeah. It's eating through your car. Right. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't get that. Bad idea. Uh, The owner of a video store in Massachusetts is facing charges for allegedly hiring people to shoplift from other stores, and then he would sell that stuff on eBay. Uh, John Duplees, the owner of a place called Adopt-A-Video in Massachusetts, uh, he couldn't sell his own products because who's going to buy videotapes now? Uh, The cops had been watching him for at least a year and finally arrested him last week. They say he had 26 different people working for him who regularly stole stuff from uh, stores like Walmart, Target, Home Depot, CVS. Uh, It's not clear how long he's been at it. But uh, they say he's made over a million dollars in profit. Wow. Uh, Yeah, and when they searched his home and business, they found over 5,000 items worth about a half a million dollars. He's now facing uh, charges for receiving stolen property and running an organized crime ring. Uh, There is some pictures of just some of the stuff that this guy had. It looks like the biggest garage sale in the world. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's like uh, that's like the, those guys that buy the storage containers at storage. Yeah, stores. yeah. They just sell junk. Yeah, except for that's legal. This is all brand yeah, new stuff. <laughs> yeah, brand new stuff from a bunch of different places. That's funny. Had over hey, half a million dollars. By the way, if you're looking for a uh, a job, Frankie from Cafe Chibo texts me. Cafe Chibo is hiring. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. 
You want to be a... Oh, wait a second. He might have said it to me when I said I wanted to be a waiter. <laughs> I don't know. If you're looking for a job, Cafe Chibo. There you go. You should go in there. Be a waiter. I totally would do that. I totally would do that. Would hey, you be a waiter like Frankie where when people uh, say, hey, this is what I want to eat, you just tell them what they want? We should go there. We should go there and do... Be uh, waiters for for tips, and we'll do all the tips for charity. I mm. love Frankie, yeah. and I would love to work. I bet he is a blast to work with, or he's no, really, he's, really yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Was that, yeah. <laughs> yeah I might you. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, he biffs you off the head a lot. Spanish. Anytime a chef tells you what to eat, eat that. Oh no, I'm totally game. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And for, plus, Frankie knows us, but it's just funny when you go and you sit down and you're like, I, w- I would like Sam, and he's like, no, you're going to have the steak. You're like, all right, yes, yes, I am. When a chef tells you what to eat, it's because they're proud of it. When a right. cook yeah. tells you what to eat, it's because they have to get rid of it. Right. Well, that's <laughs> okay. exactly right. Okay. Those are two, two different things. It's, go, it's going bad. Uh, so there is a new term for you guys to learn here. Uh, if you were born between 1980 and 1985, anybody in this room? I was. Oh, Geo? Yep, 1980. Oh, this makes a lot of sense for you. Oh, no. You, my friend. so much older than you. You are a geriatric millennial. Oh. (laughs) Meaning you're older uh, millennial who are good with uh, computers, but also remember what it was like before anyone was glued to their phone and stuff. So you are a geriatric millennial. I know I'm right on the cutoff of millennial. Yeah. Yeah. You're in there. Maybe that's why you're, you know, falling over all the time and have all these problems. Yeah. It sounds like a good thing. I'm just too glad I'm two years away from geriatric millennial at 87, so I'm out. I'm 87? Carmen, you were what? 90 91. One? Jeez. Yeah. Me too. No. <laughs> well, that's an easy way for us to remember how old Carmen is, Mike. She's exactly 20 years younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, vomit. I don't like that at all. Uh. That's crazy. Uh, anybody watch the MTV uh, movie and TV awards last night? No, oh, totally. <laughs> well, I, no, gotta... but I did actually see that it was on, and I just assumed it was like a repeat. No, it was new. I I know Leslie I... Jones hosted it. Oh, she did? Yeah. What was Nikki Glaser hosting? I don't know. I just saw MTV movie awards host Leslie Jones. I didn't even click on it. I just read it. I thought it was Nikki Glaser. But I don't know. I didn't watch uh. it. But I got to tell you... You had a plenty of opportunities to watch it because it was on, like, 12 different channels. Yeah, so they do that. They put it on Nickelodeon, and they put it on um, all Comedy the Comedy Central, I own. think. And, yeah, there was a bunch of them. Which was a big deal because when one time uh, Lizzo was on, and Lizzo did that thing where, you know, that she came out with all the other fat girls, and they were all wearing, like, T-backs. And it was pr- pretty traumatic to my daughter, who was young and watching Nickelodeon, and all of a sudden saw Lizzo's ass, and now hates Lizzo. Uh, really? When, yeah, really. Whenever Lizzo comes on, she's like, oh, I change this. I go, why? She goes, because she shows her butt all the time. But, uh, you know, and uh, in full disclosure, she says the same thing about Bert. She thinks she hates Bert because he's always naked. Uh, yeah, but that's that's the truth, is that uh, it was they showed all the same stuff that they would show on on the MTV that they showed on Nickelodeon, which I thought was very weird because, you know, you're attracting the kids right. just to Nickelodeon, yeah. you know? So uh, there was there was two shows, like one TV, one movie, and Leslie Jones was the host of one, and Nikki Glaser was the host of the other. Hey, we're both oh, right. Oh, really? Yeah. You got your great. chocolate and my peanut butter. <laughs> uh, so here is a quick rundown of the big winners at the MTV Movie and TV Awards last night. Uh, see, my, see how many names you actually recognize okay. or know. Here we go. Take a listen. For best breakthrough performance, Reggae Jean Page. 
Who? Reggae Jean Payne. Nope. For the most frightening performance, Victoria Pedretti. Victoria nope. Pedretti. Right. Her best villain. I don't even know what that was. I heard Her, Captain Hook. <laughs> best villain, Catherine Howe. Her best villain, Catherine Hook. Captain Hook. That's what I hear now. Congratulations, Captain Hook. Her best duo, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian right, We know that. Now we know. Her best comedic performance, Leslie Jones coming yeah. to America. Oh, my God. Leslie Jones coming yeah. to America. Are you serious? Coming to America 2 was so bad that I was talking to my wife the other day and I go, what was Leslie Jones coming to America? Like, I don't even remember it. I don't even remember watching it. Ugh. Best comedic performance. Not only from that movie, and it was Leslie Jones. Yeah, right. Who's she up against? You know? uh, who knows? C- Captain uh, Hook, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's some more. This year's recipient of MTV's Comedic Genius Award oh is Sasha Baron Cohen. He's a comedian. All right. <laughs> Oh, taking a little shot at him. By the way... By the way, Seth Rogen, also not a comedian. No, not a comedian in Fix Your Voice. It's too hard. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like you're you're suffocating constantly. And then... (laughs) (laughs) And also, it didn't say uh, best best comedy, best stand-up comedy. It said best comedic... This year's recipient of MTV's Comedic Genius Award is Sasha Baron Cohen. He's a comedian. (laughs) Yeah, comedic genius. He does comedy. He does comedy. He's comedic. They did not say stand-up comedian. So I don't know what he's laughing at. Well, did Uh, Seth Rogen have um, a movie that just came out? I don't know. I don't think so. Listen, Sasha Baron Cohen wins for Borat. He's Borat. And Borat's great. Anything else he did was like, meh. You know, he did that other well, one. Well, Ali G was good. Oh, well, Ali, Ali G, G before, yeah, yeah, prior to yeah. it. Better. But, he, you know, now he's Borat. He's, uh, Borat did this. Borat did Bruno. Borat did the other <laughs> TV show. He's Borat. And Borat's funny. Yeah. Always. I'm at a Borat. Best performance in a show. Elizabeth Olsen, WandaVision. For best performance in a movie. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, he oh, rest oh, He died. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> The best movie to all the boys, always and forever. What? What? What is that? Say what did it say? To again? all the boys, always and forever. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's a Netflix. Uh, there's like three movies. Have you seen them? Is it any good? Yeah, they're like oh, it's high a bunch school of millennials. Rom-com. Yeah, high school oh, rom com okay. basically. Oh, that's a is it good though? Best movie. Yeah. She, all right, all right. I'll give it a shot. She writes letters. Stop so- it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, I saw the first one. Yeah. And- there's more. It's good. It is good. All the movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. For the best show, WandaVision! That's funny because she yelled it. Yeah, why, That's why, why she's she yelling at us? Comedic genius. <laughs> By the way, speaking of movies, so I don't think I ever actually saw Blade Runner, the original one. I know Moe's having a heart attack right now, but I get it. I know what happened, and, you know, I heard that it was good. I watched the new Blade Runner. It's on HBO now. I watched it. Did I like it or dislike it? Did you not. liked it. Carmen says no. The Spanish says yes. I think I you s- liked it. I say no. I don't think you like anything. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Oh, it was with Ryan Gosling? Yeah. I got to yeah, tell you, and Batista's in there, and yeah. Harrison Ford. I got to tell you, they 
told me what was going on in the beginning. They had the text up there, this replicants and blah, blah, blah. This and I read it, and I go, okay, I got it. So I understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Then here we are moving forward. And it was great. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of sci-fi, but I if it's a good story and has some cool sci-fi stuff in it, that's fine. And this was a good story that had some yeah. good sci-fi stuff. And good and, twists. Oh, plus I said, oh, it's so much handsome in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mike Gosling. Yeah, it Harrison really is. Ford. You're like covering all your bases. <laughs> Batista for the beefcake. You know? I, I still don't know. If I didn't see the first one. You don't really oh, need thanks. to see You the don't first need one. to yeah. see the first one at all, Mike, because no. I didn't. And it, it was yeah. good. I like it. I mean, it a lot. I still don't know if Harrison Ford was a replicant or if he was not. Well, well, they, well you'll find out. It. Yeah, they tell you. Oh, they do? Yeah, yeah. you'll find out in there. Can't you just tell me? You'll know. You'll literally know in the first, like, 15 seconds. All right, I'm going to guess. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to do hand signals in Spanish. Okay. I'm going to guess. All right. Mm-hmm. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. It is a good story. And then, it, you know, like, there's a great twist at the end, and it looks super cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you uh, should watch the original. Nah, you don't have to. Yes, I have watched nah, the original. I just watched it when it came out, and I don't think I really understood it or remembered yeah. it. And, you know, that's it. Uh, I was telling my son about it. He did not watch it, but I was saying about that. And then I said about, you know what's a really good future movie that still stands up? What? Minority Report. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so it's good. good. I mean, that, yeah. is, that is one of the best yeah. movies. And yep, that came out I, in 2002. Wow. So that's almost 20 years old, but still totally stands up. Oh, for sure. It's in HD, Carmen. You can watch it. <laughs> You'll like it. I don't, it. Know, yeah. I don't okay. know if you've seen yeah. it before or not. I have not. It's very interesting. Oh, it's good. So it's in the future, and the police have these uh, things called precogs. There's these people. They can see the future, so they can tell when a, ki- a crime is going to be committed. So they can go and try and stop so it. So they can, they can stop it before it happens. But if, no you, murder. if you were going to commit murder, they will still charge you with murder because you were going to if they didn't stop you. Right. So very interesting. Very yep. interesting. And then it was, you know, the ethics of whether whether you can actually uh, do that because you can't prove that they were going to commit the murder. It's, right. it's a good movie. And then they also have a lot of cool futuristic uh, weapons and yeah. stuff, like non-lethal weapons, six sticks. These yeah. are things that yeah. are like the uh, police ask, that, you know, come out like that. Right, right, and then right. they touch you with it and you get violently ill. Oh. So yeah. you're incapacitated. You can't fight somebody if you're puking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. If you can, that's even scarier. And scary, then there's though. something about wooden balls. I don't know why they have these wooden balls, which is weird. That's the, the pre They have that but, and then writes on the wooden ball and comes out so they know what... Uh, Crime is the name committed. of the person. But, but did they ever say why it had to be wooden balls? I just remember seeing no, it as a kid being cool. like, everything is futuristic except the no, wooden balls. It wasn't wood. They were lasered, and they would just roll them gotcha. out, too. Yeah. Uh, also, it was very cool the way that they... Uh, Oh, man, Mo, stupid Mo, text me and lost my train of thought. <laughs> nah. Uh, I was not hoarding gas, Calvin. Yeah. Uh, what well, You made me think of... Futuristic you know, stuff. Right, right, right. Oh, the, the touchscreen, because that was before, oh, yeah. like, the yeah, touchscreen right. stuff, and they had it where you could spread it out and make it bigger and do all that, and I think uh, Steve Jobs stole it from them. You're yeah. probably right. Um, I mean, they, they say that a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that was invented was from Gene Roddenberry's Star Trek. Oh, they would see things, and they would be like, oh, we can make that. Well, Star Trek, the flip phones, yeah. those communicators, oh, so cool. the doors that open, you know, yes. whenever you step on the thing, yeah. Ba- back to the Future too. there's all kinds of stuff that came true. Eventually, oh, like, yeah. like FaceTime and stuff like that. But we that, still uh, can't get goddamn hoverboards, can we? I know. That would be so no. awesome. By the way, Mo said, it's horrible. The sequel is hot garbage. And then oh, he said, if you it. didn't see the original, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, uh, what, I love people. Listen, I don't like a movie, and I'll tell you, I hate the movie. And you shouldn't like it either. <laughs> but I love people that think they're movie critics. It's, yeah. Movie critics are just people. 
Most okay. director. He's a director. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Movie critics are people, and a lot of times it's people that you're like, what do I have in common with Gene Siskel? Yeah. Some weird old bald guy, you know? Yeah. Moe's in the industry, so no. you know, he's but got more credibility. You know, you know what's so funny is that you say that, and if you came to me and you said... Yes, I'll yell at you. There's I'll a movie... <laughs> but if you, if you came to me and said there's a movie you should watch, I know that I'll watch it and like it. But at the same time, I like a movie, and you you and I are different, have different opinions on movies. But you, but, but I do, I can at the same time trust a movie that you recommend for me. Yeah. Like Mortal Kombat, which you still haven't seen. No, I won't watch that movie. Oh, it's so good. No, it's not. It's not it so is, good. I mean, uh, you're right. It's, it's a not good, so good, but... It's Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. You want to watch Mortal good, Kombat? Yeah. It's Mortal Kombat. And it's better than the original ones, because the original ones, I didn't want to believe nah, in Yeah, they're Geo. about the same. I don't know, man. I watched the original, per Geo told me not to, and I went back and watched the original, and you were right, Geo. The original yeah. one is absolute garbage. It's yeah. a good, dumb movie. Yeah, but the fighting is so much better in this new no, movie. No, it sucks. It is. It's so much better. Don't watch it. Garbage. It's hard <laughs> to go back and watch <laughs> movies from, like, the 80s or anything. It really Unless is. Unless it's just a dumb comedy thing, because if it has any special effects or anything, you're like, yeah. what? Get out of here. I watched so Big fake. Trouble in Little China the other day on Netflix and just like the little kung fu scenes that they have in there you can just tell that they're they're not even coming close to hitting each other it's so ridiculous yeah Yeah. Uh, speaking of hitting each other UFC president Dana White is sick of hearing about Triller (laughs) and also sick of hearing from Triller Uh, White says uh, he's staying true to his original statement that he has no interest in partnering uh, in any capacity no matter how many times Triller executives call him Uh, at the press conference he had a little bit to say about it here we have it up on Bone TV take a look and listen here we go the head of Triller says that you blocked GSP from boxing Oscar De La Hoya and that you made a move for Jake Paul oh my god don't don't even ask me about these idiots (laughs) gives a does anybody give a Yes, they you do. do? No, I'm, I don't give a what they think. You think I care what Triller thinks? No. Are you sick and tired of them mentioning no, I, I just I don't even take their calls. This idiot calls me every day, texts me every day. Please answer my call. Please talk to me. Why won't you talk to me? Because I don't give a about you. Do your thing. <laughs> Leave me alone. Go do whatever it is you're doing. Knock yourself out. I could care less. Thanks, Yeah. I have no interest in talking to any of those idiots. So apparently, he does not want to talk to them. Yeah. What is, What do they want from him? Well, they want to. They because you know he's got UFC fighters all under contract and stuff. So if any of them want to try and fight, they have to go through Dana White to do it. Yeah. So right. if somebody's trying to fight a UFC fighter, then you know Triller has to talk to Dana. Well, that's all they're doing because they keep calling out like uh, you know the Diaz brothers, right. and they're called they they call it Conor McGregor, and they call it D or uh, you know Daniel Cormier, and they're they're calling out all these UFC fighters that are under contract, and it makes sense because they're just trying to piggyback off the fame of the UFC. Go go get boxers, and you want to start a boxing promotion? Find boxers and box them. Like I don't know, I'm not, I'm not mad at them for trying to get the most popular fighting, you know what I mean? Right. If, you get, if you get UFC fighters, that's great. I mean, right. Look but at you, the success that Mayweather uh, McGregor had. Right, but it's a, it's a step down for them to let for, for right. him to let Any the fighters. fight with Jake Paul is a step down. Right, yeah. which is, is what he's saying. But like, if you want to do a boxing thing, then go get boxers and do your thing. I, I, I think Dana White, White is dead on. So Dana's pretty smart, obviously. You know, he turned a, uh, what was a $5 million, $3 million company into a $4 billion company. Yeah. But the reason with Conor and Mayweather, you had the best 
boxer in the world yeah. wanting to fight the most popular fighter in the world. And that benefited both boxing and UFC. That definitely benefited UFC. People know who Conor McGregor is. They're definitely going to watch his fights now. Then they get into other fights and they go, oh, I like this. I enjoy UFC. This, like Gio said, is now punching down because, yes, a lot of people know who the Paul brothers are. They, they know that, but it's not from being boxers or being fighters. It's a, just a big circus is what it's it is. celebrity boxing. It's yeah. goofy celebrity boxing they've done for years. Like, this is not anything new. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Dana's uh, right to say, yeah, I'm not taking their calls. They're idiots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, it, it, he doesn't need the money. He doesn't need their business. So then he doesn't need to take their calls. But it's like but... you're not on our level. You're not, yeah. you know what I mean? You're celebrity boxing. You're the, the side circus act. Yeah. Uh, so Kobe Bryant went into the Basketball Hall of Fame on Saturday. His wife, Vanessa, gave a speech. Here is a little bit. Uh, of, are we going to cry? Uh, you might cry. You never see. Let's see. Kobe had many accomplishments. Five-time NBA champion, five-time New York Times best-selling author, 18-time All-Star, a league MVP, and two-time finals MVP, two-time Olympic gold medal winner, he is also the first professional athlete to win an Oscar. The list goes on, but his most cherished accomplishment was being the very best girl dad. Congratulations, baby. All of your hard work and sacrifices paid off. You once told me, if you're going to bet on someone, bet on yourself. I'm glad you bet on yourself, you overachiever. You did it. You're in the Hall of Fame now. You're a true champ. You're not just an MVP. You're an all-time great. Still can't believe he's dead. Yeah, it's it really crazy is to think a about. damn shame. And the way he died. Yeah. yeah. So shocking. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I saw, by the way, do you realize that it's been how long since Steve Dumick died? Uh, two years? Three years? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. The way you said it, I was like, oh, God, is it like five years already? No, but it's been yeah, two that's, years. That's nuts, man. That's crazy. That it's, seems like it was just like, um, I don't know, eight months ago or something. Right? It's weird because it seems like the COVID year doesn't count. It's like you got right. to subtract a year from everything. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. Uh, so Chance the Rapper uh, said he is uh, working on a reboot of what movie? I'll tell you, it's a, not a kid's movie, but it starred a kid, and it was a huge movie. Chance the Rapper. Chance Home the Rapper. Alone. Yes. Oh, really? Pap Pap. What is it? Home Alone. Oh, oh. wow. But he's going to have one called Hood Alone. The comedy <laughs> will still take place in Chicago, but it'll center on two kids instead of one with a more realistic storyline. Uh, here he is talking about a little bit of, with Jimmy Fallon from The Tonight Show. You are actually doing a reboot of Home Alone. Did I read that right? <laughs> I got this pitch okay. for a Home Alone reboot. Since I was younger, I always watched it, and I was like, what if there was a hood Home Alone, or uh, or hood alone, if you will? And um, just, based, uh, just a little more realistic story about what happens when people try and kick in the doors at the wrong house. And, uh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Hilarity ensues. I can't give you too many details, but yeah, it's it's one. You're, you're gonna. It's one kid, Kevin. It's there's two kids, but it, uh, it's it's up for grabs. You want to get in on this project? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in. Like ground floor. I want to get in on this. Home, Let's hood, go. Hood alone. What are we calling? Hood it? alone. Hood alone. Write it down, please. Listen. Yeah. Who's who? When you think of hood, who do you think of? Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And Chance the Rapper. He seems pretty hood too. But listen, this could be a huge success. I like you know? Chance the Rapper. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be good. I like the idea. Yeah. 
get Tyler Perry involved, you're <laughs> yeah. it's a home run. Listen, can we talk about something for a second? Of course. I watched a show by accident last night that I think I might be hooked on now. Oh, boy. What do you got? This is oh, hold on. Oh. Was it the premiere no. of season nine of Shaws of Sunset? <laughs> no, I've never what? seen one oh. episode of Shaws of Sunset. You'd love it. You'd love it. You'd love it. <laughs> you will hate this show okay. that I watched. Mm-hmm. But you have to keep in mind that I woke up in the middle. I woke up in the middle of the night and it was on. And I just started watching it. Okay. At first, I thought it was a Medea movie. Okay. Oh, your your daughter comes to you and she's been drinking, but none of you say, "I love this child." Is it the lady who fixes everybody? No, no. Oh, there's some show where uh, old black lady who uh, goes in and fixes everybody's family. No, I don't know what it's no, called. No. That okay. Sounds great. <laughs> I woke up and this guy walked into a room and he was, and then the mama was bent over in a chair. She was like sitting forward. Was she I thought, stuck? She was stuck in something? No, she was like leaning oh. forward. I thought it was Medea because she was wearing the pink outfit and she had the white hair. And he came in and he was like, Mama? And she sat up and she's like, Yeah, baby. I'm like, Well, this ain't Medea. What am I watching? So I sat up and I started watching it. He is gay and she is like a church going mom. And he has AIDS and he's dying. <gasps> he has six months left to live. This doesn't Wait, sound very right. funny. It was not funny. <laughs> oh, okay. And then he started talking to his mother about, he goes, um, what, she's like, everything you say is my fault. And he's like, it was your fault. You had a, you were allowed to have a man come in this house and do things to me that you knew he was doing and you didn't stop it. And I go, what am I watching? It turned out it was the show Pose on FX and... I, the one episode I watched, I can't tell if the whole series of, evidently this guy. Is it a reality show or is no, it? No. Okay. It's an episodic, uh, television show about this, this kid. Well, I don't know. I couldn't even tell how old he was. I guess he's in his like forties or fifties. He, he's, uh, gay and oh. he is having a long affair with the reverend of his mama's church. This. Who, this is the guy that wore the uh, curtains yes. on the. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so the next scene, he's he's in a. I don't. I've never seen this before, so I don't know what's going on. He's in a room having dinner with a really hot uh, chick and this older gentleman, and the older gentleman gets a call. He has to go. He has. He's a preacher, and he has to go do the last rites to somebody who is dying. So the the his wife and the and the gay friend are are there in the room together. And she's like, I need, I need your help. And he's like, yeah, what do you need? And she's like, I know about your relationship, and I need to know what I could do to make him l- love me more. And, and he goes, are you asking me how to please your man in bed? And she's like, well, I know you know. I, I, I have no idea what's going on. I'm piecing all this together. Evidently, they have had a long-standing relationship, a gay relationship. And then because he became a preacher, he went and got married and had a family. And... This guy uh, and this other guy are still in love, but he's got AIDS. And he's, all this in one episode. Ooh, all in one. Wow. I was like, I think, I'm a, I think I have a new TV show. So it says it's an American drama television series about New York City's African-American and Latino LGBTQ and gender nonconforming drag ball culture scene in the 1980s. Uh, in the second season, early 1990s, uh, featured characters are dancers and models who compete for trophies and recognition in this underground culture who support one another in a network of chosen families known as houses.
Well, this season, he goes wow. back home. Oh. Mm-hmm. See mama. And Jack Hayes in it. Jack Hay is the aunt. The oh, aunt. Jack Hay. I thought you said Jack Hayes. I'm like, no, I don't know. Jack Hay. Jack Hay. She's okay. the aunt. Uh-huh. And she she uh, convinces him to give her power of attorney when he dies because he, she wants to make sure all his ashes go where they're supposed to go. I don't know. I feel like I watched 12 seasons in one episode last night. Uh, Dawson's in there. James Vanderbeek. He is? Yeah, wow. he's in there. Uh, looks like... Uh, uh, Sandra Bernhardt is in there yep, as well. She's in there, yeah. And that's uh, Billy Porter is the guy who yes. wore the uh, curtains. Kinky, kinky boots. That's his name? I, no, that was the name of the play that he was in. Oh. I think that I um, I think I stumbled upon a show that Miguel has probably been watching for a long time. Possible. Yes. It's possible. <laughs> uh, remember, uh, well, sorry, don't call him Ricky, guys. Rick oh. Schroeder? I do. I'm going to call him Ricky. Ricky Schroeder, <laughs> uh, you know, some Silver Spoons and uh, NYPD Blue and all that stuff. From well, Staten Island, what's up? He is trying to cancel Costco because they won't stop mandating masks. He posted a video of himself canceling his membership, and he's telling his fans to, quote, give up their membership to Costco until they remove this. Uh, we have some video of him. He actually put it up himself of uh, putting all this stuff together, trying to get people to cancel their memberships. Here is Ricky Schroeder at Costco. Here we go. Why aren't you letting me in? Because in the state of California, in the county of Los Angeles, there has been no... And Costco. There has been no change to our mask policy. Nationwide Costco has said you don't need to wear a mask. Actually, that's not accurate. What what is accurate? The mandate in California has not changed. There does seem to be the possibility that in June, that's a date that... California, I know. Oh, if they allow at. us, if they grant us that, our kings, the people in power, you're going to listen to these people? Well, I know they've they're... destroyed our economy. Well, they're, they're, destroying they're, our they're destroying our state. I and you're just going to listen to their rules. What we are going to do is simply follow the guidelines. Okay. I'm getting my refund from Costco. I suggest everybody in California get their refund from Costco. Give up your membership to Costco until they remove this. <laughs> listen. Yeah, you're, you're yelling at a guy who is a manager at Costco who's following the rules. He doesn't make the rules. They tell him, hey, all the stores, you're still required a mask. You know, or the, the uh, government is saying you require a mask in California. I don't know. But this guy's following the rules, and Ricky Schroeder's going to give him a hard time. Yeah, also, Rick, uh, they they sell a great brisket. There's no way you're going to – I'll put a mask on. <laughs> I don't care what, what you say. Uh, when I want to buy a box of 48 mini quiche, I can only get them at Costco. So suck it, Schroeder. <laughs> You know how you shut Schroeder down? Go listen, Screech. Here's the problem. <laughs> and totally confuse him for another yeah, job. Uh-huh. <laughs> Settle down, Silver Spoons. I got to go get a brisket. Ugh. Uh, if if, uh, if Kurt, what's his name, was out there from Growing Pains, I might pay a little attention Kurt to Cameron. <laughs> Kurt Cameron. Yeah, if Kurt Cameron had something to say, I might go, what's that, Kurt? But other than that, I'm out. Finally in news, a new study in Japan found humans might be able to breathe through their butt. What? Yeah, this is for real. Uh, certain types of fish can absorb oxygen through their intestines to stay alive in emergencies. So scientists wanted to see if mammals could do it too. And the answer is yes. Blood vessels in our rectum uh, appear to work the same way. Basically, they gave rats oxygen-rich enemas to see if their 
butts could absorb it, and uh, the blood <laughs> oxygen levels did go up. It doesn't sound like they've tried it on humans yet, but, uh, you know, maybe some volunteers uh, will go for that. Uh, They say that it could lead to new emergency treatments when people can't get enough oxygen the normal way. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, can you breathe? Sir, can you breathe? Whoop! There you go. Yeah. We got this tube for you. Yeah. Or they just shoot it up there. Like, Again, like, I just always, whenever you, I, I love that you bring these studies to us, but I always wonder, like, what, 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 they have extra funding maybe in Japan that they're like, well, you spend it on this? Or cause how do they come up, like, how do they decide this is what they're going to spend this money on? We know that people still have cancer. <laughs> yeah, so. But could you breathe through your butt? Is yeah. that a possibility? Yeah. Like, you know, let's figure it out. I think a lot of doctors and scientists are just getting high. And- <laughs> That's what it seems like. What is your study going to be on? I'm going to see if people can breathe through their butt. <laughs> so I don't need a snorkel anymore if I go swimming. Uh, yeah, that's what it oh, seems yeah. like. If I just stick my butt out of the water. I that's can't. what I was thinking. Like is that a humpback whale? <laughs> I should be able to breathe then, sure. if, yeah. you know. Maybe Trump was onto something when he said you take the sunlight through there too, you know? Yeah, well, he, <laughs> he knew. knew. He was he knew ahead he of the curve, it, yeah. yeah. I uh, currently can breathe out through my butt. <laughs> I don't believe you prove it. Yeah. I don't know if that counts well, or he's not. He's got eight, eight hours worth of proof. Oh, yeah. There's Holy a lot. cow. There's a lot in there. Uh, that is it for news. On Friday's show when Josh Wolf was here, yeah. we ended the show at like 10 to 10, did we not? 10 to 10? No, we ended at like 10.30 or, uh, yeah. yeah. But then we take a do we take a break and come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We came back around like ten oh six or ten ten something like that. Because they're saying that a bunch of spots ran late. Oh yeah, a hundred of them. I told you that. I told you we still had two stop sets, and you said, "All right, let's let's take a break." And I said, "We got a double here," and you said, "No, let's just come back." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, okay. Cool. Which let's, just just yeah. shows Spanish doesn't do his job. Yeah. How so? I love how this falls back on Spanish. Go ahead. Because he uh, just does not have the power to do anything. I let him know what the situation is, and he either holds up a no, but he's got to tell you. He's got to tell you he the does, real he deal. He does tell me. He, uh, can't, he does tell me. I can't. Well, then you need somebody in there. You that. need somebody in there that can uh, corral you. No. Not, that person doesn't exist. Yeah. You can't. Stop the it. Name only Aurelia. hope to contain him. Well, <laughs> if, if, if you just hold up a picture of Aurelia staring at me. And Is I'd that like, what we have to print out? Yeah, we have to print one of those out. Then I know. I love. Didn't we end the show at ten to ten? <laughs> no, we were way over. Oh, I, but I'm just thinking the wrong day because <clears throat> it was one day we ended early. We had to end early to finish all the commercials. Yeah, we should get like rollover minutes at that right, point. Right. Like, uh, Carried over like the cell phone That's carrier. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the next day we can make up for it. So on Friday we went over, and then when we did finally break, we actually had to run commercials all the way up until uh, all the way up until uh, Roger and JP started. <laughs> yeah, there oh was no ap- there was no break for the. And I feel protected in this studio. There's no really on the hallways. <laughs> right, oh, that's what I'm saying. Not here. I told yeah. them. I told them a month into us doing this. I go, listen, I let everybody know from there it's out of my hands. I don't, I don't fret about it. I don't worry about it. I go, hey, we have 15 minutes of commercials left. And then I sit back and cross my legs and laugh. And I look over at Carmen and I go, I don't know. I need you to put a window above the door. And then when we have to go to break, flip up a picture of a really <laughs> And then I'll know for sure that we really okay. have to go to break. Right, well, uh, by the way, 10 seconds still our first keyword. Why? Well, then let's just keep talking. Are they mad ahead. at you? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, don't celebrate it. 
I'm not selling. Money dough. Cash. This hour's phone bonus keyword is charm. Text charm to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks. bucks. Sponsored by Furman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram of Wesley Chapel. There you go. All right, well, then let's take a break so we don't run late. Uh, well, it's 727-579-1025. I got Jerry, I got Crazy Patty, and a 